It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Straight away into the hands of one of the form players of Super Rugby, Hoskins Satutu. Sam Darry making his first start and then losing the ball in contact. So straight away, turnover possession for the Chiefs. Damian McKenzie slipping a kick inside the 22. It's dangerous. Oh, boy. What a start. Imani Nalua. Not sure. Not sure he got the grounding. Check touch. He does get his hands on the ball. Stand corrected on that. So does he stay in play? Keep an eye on those legs. Oh, yes, boy. You would say so. What a sensational finish. Angus, you can award the try. Well, he had so many body parts. He was fighting to keep in the field of play. The kick, the finish, and the Chiefs have the lead with barely 30 seconds on the clock. Well, well there's a turnover. First of all, it was ripped free. Set! Keep it up. And it goes. They're going to take it off. Front rows have gone down here is Satutu. Tackle made by Weber, but they stop him just a metre short of the line. Riccatelli goes low! He's over! And he levelled it up. Oh, no, he's really topped that. So, not converted. Looked like they took it down as well, the Chiefs. Christie complaining. Well, they can bash away now because they're under advantage. Christie takes it to the left. Oh, no. Well, he's, he's signaled a try, but they have to check. They have to check the dead ball line. His foot was definitely on the draw. and Brody in the side of the ball. Gus, we need to check that try, mate. Yeah, yeah. On the line. No try. Very, very, very uncharacteristic of Bowden Barrett. Lalala. He's chopped down by Ollie Norris. They bring it back to the open side. Satutu moves it on. Plummer. Clark. Caleb Clark. Flues in front if the kick goes over. Don't change. Tolki Aho has it. Yeah, you're fine. Darry's okay. Fine, He's fine. come through oh, the middle. But look at Takiaho busting away. Oh, oh. Tried to step and field. And the Chiefs have a great chance. McKenzie. A crossfield. None. I said to oh, yeah. Trying to get on the outside. Stevenson. Quick hands. Narawa. In for a second. Another brilliant finish from Amoni Narawa. And it took some finishing as well. The Blues scrambled so, so well. The footwork of Narawa. Wow, that is quality. Quality. And he struck that really well. That's a beautiful kick in very demanding conditions. Retallick trying to anchor himself over the ball. Oh, lovely ball up. From Finley Christie to Rico Ioani, and he's inside the 22. Terofeta now. 
Rabdumaitavuki Nikens gets it away. Papali'i stopped just short. Can he get it down? Held up as the call. It'll be a goal line dropout. Some great defence from the Chiefs to deny the blue skipper. Ah, and Sean Stevenson didn't make a good enough effort early in the game on Caleb Clark. Well, this time he come up trunk. Lalala changes the angle, but meets scout defence. Christie, oh, it's been lost over the line by Rico Ioane, so they'll come back for the penalty. But McKenzie was the one who put a decent shot on, enough yeah, to dislodge the ball. Now it's to Ongafasi. Chiefs defence is holding. Clark is there, and he lost it. He's lost it, and that's it. The game is over, and it's now a record-breaking start to the season for the Chiefs. For the first time in their history, they win their first six straight. Good afternoon to you. It's five minutes past midday and welcome to the Rugby Run with Bunnings New Zealand Power, your business with Bunnings Trade Power Pass. The two Steves today, well, one's a Steve and the other's a Steve. The Steve is Steve Devine, who is uh, your regular co-host here. G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. Uh, 20, uh, 20 points to 13. Chiefs 6 and 0. First time ever you heard Tony Johnson, courtesy of Sky Sport, doing the job there, as always. Uh, man, uh, th- is that not a sign of intent? Yeah, it was it was a it was a it was a physical game, uh, and those ones always are when you play um, the Chiefs down there. They're always pretty physical, and um, oh yeah, I just I think again uh, the Blues had their chance to win that match, and uh, just like the Crusaders a few weeks ago, just um, just weren't good enough really. That's I think that's what it was. Okay. They they had their chances. They created way more chances. Uh, I think four. Four times dropped over the in-gold or run dead or held up over the line. So we it certainly created chances, just just not quite good enough to get it finished. So when you break that down, you talk about creating chances. Why does why why do players not execute it? Where does the execution angle come in? Yeah, uh, well, um, when you run dead dead in goal, that doesn't help. <laughs> um, no, nah. that's an execution fail. But you know, like enough, uh, we scored minutes again from that, and you know, I think we all think um, Bodie's a bit better than that. Um, probably wasn't his greatest performance last night, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We held up over the line a few times. We knocked the ball on over the line a few times, and yeah, in those crucial moments towards the end, they they were the factors. They weren't there, so. Um, are they good enough to win the comp this year, the Blues? I think so. I just think that... You still think so? I, I, they, 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 sh- went, they, went, they went on like a 15-straight run, uh, yep. run last year. They've, yeah, probably, they've, lost. they've lost now the Brumbies, the Saders and the Chiefs. Yeah, had their chances to win the Brumbies uh, away, which is, which is a tough gig. They had their chances to beat the Crusaders at home uh, and weren't good enough to do it in the final seconds. Again, held up over the line twice, uh, knocked the ball on over the line an additional time. And now we go against the top of the table Chiefs, and again, we create more chances. Uh, we just... Just not quite clinical enough to get it done. At you the know end. what you've done? You've, you've set yourself up a little bit here because it's a good question we can pose to listeners this afternoon on the rugby run. Do you believe that the Blues can win the Super Rugby title? It's as simple as that. 0800, we want to hear from you because the most important thing that Stevie wants to know is have a discussion and ask you and, and discuss why you think or think not that they can win the Super Rugby title. So let's go. 0800 150811. That's 0800 150811. Do you think the Blues, after this start, with three losses now, we're in round six, okay, so they're, they're running at 50%, can win the Super Rugby title, 0800 150 or get on the Timber Bedpost text line, double eight double three. but that's the easy way out. It's a Sunday. Let's have a yarn. 
But what did you make of the Chiefs? I mean, 6-0, and man, that's the best ever start. Yeah, they've played well, but also with the Chiefs, you got to understand is in the last four weeks, what five weeks now with the Blues, the last four weeks prior to the Blues, they've played seventh, eighth, eleventh, and twelfth. So they've had a, and and traditionally the Crusaders don't start that well at the start of the season. That was their first game, so they they have had an easy easier run. The Chiefs and uh, uh, do I think they're a good team? They're a very good team, and uh, they've got the confidence up, and they've got the win behind them, and they're, they're heading for home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're a strong forward pack. Like there's not many stronger forward packs than than the Chiefs going around right now. And when they turn it on, they can they can really dominate, and it gives those outside backs time and space when they when they get some go forward. So, will the Chiefs be there towards the end of the season? I have no doubt. They're they're a great young team, and they're um they're physical when they want to be. And at one o'clock this afternoon, we'll talk to assistant coach Nick White, former Blue, Blues man your old teammate, as to try and discover what's the secret sources uh, with the Chiefs because they play good footy. They play great footy, but uh, Amoni Narawa, who scored two tries. Man, I, you know what? I'm Regardless of what code I'm watching, you cannot buy speed. Yep. I mean, I just love watching that. And that, that kick through by Damien McKenzie, right? the, little, the little nudge through. I watched just I rewatched it. I went, hang on. He just he stood up after that. He just punted it, put it through on the ground. Stood up and went off. You go. And Amoni goes, I'll take that. Hell of a finish. Yeah. There's there, there's no substitute for speed. And I think this is the biggest area the Blues are getting it wrong right now is um, speed. Like Rico Uani, the outside backs. I I just haven't seen them use top speed into contact. I I don't know. Well, I think we're standing too flat. We're not we're not generating pace into contact and. Um, I think that's our number one concern right now. I was concerned about the rucks at the Blues, but they seem to have fixed them. We hung into the ball well last night. We just we're catching the ball standing still, and then we're trying to go into contact. Then it's hard, and it makes for slow ruck ball. And I just I'd love to see, you know, a stat on, you know, the number of times Rico Ioane went into contact at full pace compared to at half speed. And I bet you probably not even once. Would it be fair to say too, on that subject alone, it was wet conditions, right? No, no, but that plays into Plays can play into your hand. You go, you hit that line of pace. The chances of actually the tackle being affected properly are lessen with with greasier conditions. Yeah, yeah. Just it's been a been a concern of mine for the last few weeks. We just, we, yeah, we don't seem to be just hitting at pace. Like it's much easier to tackle someone running at half half speed, right? Than than at full noise. And we've got these big, powerful, fast outside backs. And I'd I just love to see them carry a bit harder into contact and um, certainly makes everything a bit easier in terms of getting over the advantage line. When you look at what the Blues are doing right, you can, we, can, we, can, we can look at it, we can talk about mischances execution. You're talking about some things, but you talked about the forward pack. Who in, uh, in the forward pack are delivering where they need to be, but where who are the others that maybe need to step it up? Yeah, I think we're, we've been a bit underdone uh, at, in the locks with a few injuries. Um, Sam Darry is probably best for the Blues last night. He had a pretty outstanding show, and the, and the lineout was was back to being you know pretty good. We we pinched a couple of balls uh, from the lineout, which is not easy to do against the Chiefs. So Darry was Darry was big, and and Patrick got 20 minutes towards the end, and 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 you know short up that uh, get over the advantage line through the middle. So uh, I think going forward, yeah, we need to we need to have those locks fit. And we need to have some um, just that middle row power to move bodies and get over the advantage line to get some go forward is, is what they've been lacking, I think, a little bit. So um, certainly good news that Darian and also Patrick are back. Yeah, uh, are there are there are there chances that players are going to play themselves over the black jersey for the World Cup? Do you, do you see that on the Blues? It's getting well. You know, halfway through the comp now, it's starting to get. It's time to shine. Um, you know, the the All Blacks have they have a late 
entry into Super Rugby. They mm-hmm. they have a you know a later. Um, do you agree with that? I mean, it's not it's not it's an old uh, thing to talk about. But do you agree with this late entry? Wouldn't you rather them just be playing full on? Well, they've got to have their month off, right? Everyone needs a rest. Oh no, no, I accept, I accept this all having holiday, right? But yeah. come on. So they have a rest and then they, they get back and they have, you know, two weeks back and then the comp starts. So they always start a little bit underdone. Yeah. And that's why traditionally the Crusaders, traditionally with a lot of All Blacks, um, generally start a little bit slower because they're just a little bit underdone. But, um, yeah, the midway, the midway comp now is time to put your hand up. But in also saying that, the Blues have played uh, the top four already. So they should have a bit of a run now of some easier Australian teams where they it's a good chance to get over the advantage line um, get back to um, some winning ways, get back to a bit of confidence and, and start doing what we do. I haven't seen the Blues this year really, you know, push the ball wide. I, I've just seen them pretty conservative, uh, 12 up into from a scrum and line out and just try and get over the eventually. Are you quickly. bored watching them? I, I, I did say to a mate last night, I said, I, I'm on board. Um, which is not a good sign. Which is not a good sign. I'm not, I'm not bored watching the game. I'm, I'm, no, no. I'm bored from the back line. I, I am bored <laughs> at watching. Send them traditionally. Send Roger just straight up with the ball by himself and trying to get over the advantage line. I think we can be better, and I think there's certainly room to attack using the wingers. Um, they're, they're devastating wingers. Get the ball in their hands. We don't need to just run into a brick wall at, at 10, 12, and 13. There's a lot of brick walls out there. 12, 13, 0800 150811. 0800 150811. Do you think the Blues can win the Super Rugby title this year? Joey's on the line. G'day, Joey. How are you, mate? Go, lads. No, I don't think we can. Um, I'm an Aucklander, and um, I think our execution at the moment at crucial times in the red zone is not good enough. And um, against sides like Canterbury and, and uh, the Chiefs and even the Brumbies and that, um, we've had the chances, yes, Steve was saying that, but we're just not finishing them off and, and not like we were last time, you know, and he, he was talking about the, the, the backs not run, look as though they're not running on the ball at, at full speed. Well, that's that should be Bowden Barrett. If Bowden Barrett stands deeper, then the, the second five-eight stands deeper, the centre stands deeper, then you get more time to run onto the football. So, and I don't think Bowden Barrett at the moment, I think he's probably the third best five-eight in New Zealand. I think I think um, Mwanga and and McKenzie are playing better than him at the moment. Oh, and oh. I'm not not putting it all on him, of course. You know, I'm not I'm not saying that, but but he is uh, as Steve been a fast back. He would know, you know. Um, that your 5-8 can dictate big time. Yeah, Joey, I actually, uh, I said the same thing. I, I, I don't think he's in his career best form. He, The Blues the last few weeks, I, I, I think Bodie, since, probably since the Irish test last year, has just lost that ability to take the ball to the line. Like he doesn't, Bodie, full noise, taking the ball into contact, always created havoc with defences. And I just haven't seen him do that for a while. I, I, I was secretly hoping Stephen Pettifetta would start at 10 this week um, because his ability to do that is, is a little bit better at the moment. So um, Bodie, you know, he spends a lot of time at fullback. I think he's maybe a little bit torn. He's, he's uh, fullback on defence. I think he's a little bit torn between where he's meant to be playing. And um, I, I would push for Stephen Pettifetta to, to play in the Ted jumper. Just, to, you know, he's got time and space and he takes the ball to the line. And I, I think that's what we need. That's the one thing I really think the Blues are lacking right now. Yeah, well, what, what you have too, Steve, if, if you watch, um, you know, Bowden Barrett's got, got out and out pace. And as a 5'8", um, that, that, that can be amazing. You know, when you've got the football and you go, I mean, you've only got to look at Reese Walsh. I know he plays different at fullback for, for the Brisbane Broncos. 
but he's got out now speed, and and you can beat a guy on the outside so quickly. And I, I haven't seen Bowden Barrett do a double round or a, or or you know like Carlos Spence used to do a, a, a cross, you know, and turn the ball back inside. I mean, and he's got the speed to do that. The, the, the loose forwards won't catch him if he t- goes off the mark, you know, straight away because he's really quick off the mark. And I just I just haven't I've been a little bit disappointed in him uh, this, this year so far. Um, and as I say, I'm not blaming him on on the, on the lot, but but he can still be a, be a hell of a lot better, which will make the Blues a lot better because he gets you better go for it. Yeah. I know your forwards have got to get that cross forward, but you know in the backs he dictates from five eight, as we all know. Yeah, Joey, I couldn't agree with you anymore. They just we just don't have that that go forward and hitting the ball at pace. Uh, we used to have a golden rule as well. When if it, from a turnover we go two passes and try and run it, and and I've seen him multiple times this year. We go two passes and he kicks the ball long when there's there's just ample opportunity to run the ball. Um, we, we do kick the ball a lot as a team, and I I just think you know the modern game now, ball in hand. You know, get yourself into the right positions of the field and just keep the ball in hand. You're going to eventually get a penalty in your way and and play some footy. I I just think we we're a team traditionally that loves to play rugby and and we play a style and if we lose playing that style you know we'd rather lose playing your style than win um playing something else and i just think we're a little bit trapped at the moment just trying to play a style that does not quite suit us that's interesting you talk about that because you talk about ball and hand you just watch the fijian draw sure they play a little bit of a reactionary footy but it's it's such a joy to watch they look at they, their eyes up Little more eyes up rather than being stuck into maybe what the the set play should be. Joey, if if you don't think the Blues can win the Super title this year, who do you think can win the Super title? Oh, without a doubt, the Chiefs, and 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 you never write off the Crusaders. You know, I don't I don't think the Brumbies Brumbies can. I think you know we've got the wood over the, the Aussie sides, and and I just think the Chiefs are probably the. I think it'll be a Chiefs uh, Crusaders final itself. Um, I, even though I'm in Auckland, I'd love to see Auckland get the Blues get in there. And and as Steve said, you know, if you hold on to the football, if you've got the football, they can't score. They can't score. They can't win. And and you, you, if you start kicking the football away or whatever, you give especially sides like that can attack like those two sides, um, you know, from anywhere. And and the, the brilliance that they've got in, in their backs as well, um, you, you, you know, you 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 you're giving giving them too too many chances. Hold on to the football and, and keep it an out. I know sometimes you do have to kick it, but you know the more we hold on to the football, the more chances you've got, you've got to win in, win in a game. And as yeah. I said, I think that the Chiefs are playing very good football and the Crusaders are starting to come right. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the Crusaders will be there this year. You've heard it here first. I, I, <laughs> as it stands right now with their injuries, I, I don't think, I don't think they'll, they'll make it into a final. I just don't think they've got the firepower. Will Jordan is a massive mess. I'm, I'm sure they're all really keen to get him back. But I, I, again, I just, I don't see the Crusaders offering too much right now. I think, I think the Hurricanes are a team that, uh, if they get it right, I think they'll be very hard to beat. Ooh, okay. So strung the hurricanes up. All right, Joey, thanks for your time, mate. How's your Sunday looking? Very good, very good. I hope the, the Warriors uh, do well. My uh, my side are on top at the moment, the Brisbane Broncos, the mighty Broncos. But uh, we've had our tough years, and um, I just hope the Warriors do well. I think they can roll uh, Cronulla in the, in the league, believe it or not. All right. Yeah, do and you... I, I speak to you right. You know, the... the, the, um, the um, uh, hurricanes are, are, are a good side, but I just uh, I would never ever, as we all know, never ever ride off. I'm not saying he's writing off the Crusaders. You know what they're like. 
Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's, that's a fair play, mate. You better stop talking to Lee because uh, Divine's nose just wrinkled up and he wasn't very, wasn't very uh, happy about that. Mate, thanks so much for your time. Have a, have a great Sunday, okay? You guys have a great Sunday. And yeah, cheers. It was 12.20 on the dot. This is the rugby run. Brought to you by Bunnings New Zealand. Mate, don't be like that. Just because he talked about the Warriors, don't be like that. You know, you almost walked out of the room. Come on. Come on. We've all got to share. We've got to share what we love, right? It's all about sport. I, Hurricanes is a good call, though, right? On the back of what? Of well, what you see. Force today. they got the force today in uh, Palmy, I think it is. Yep. Yeah, when when the Hurricanes get it right, they 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 can go end to end in a heartbeat, and you know they they play they know what their style is and they're happy to play it, and I think that's where the Blues are getting a little bit lost right now. Just they're not trying they're not trying to be themselves; they're trying to be another team and and be a little bit too conservative. Um, with the Hurricanes, like they don't always get it right, and but, but when they do, when they do, they will take any team off the park. I mean, I love the way you say it. If you give it a shot, you give it a crack. It doesn't come off. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So long as you give it a crack yeah. and, and back your ability to do it, right? Yeah, I'd rather go. I'd rather lose. I'd rather lose my style than lose trying to do. What something. was your style? Having a crack, man. What, was we, it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pardon? <laughs> okay, sorry. I've got people talking about here. So, Robbie, of course, uh, the Blues. 12.21, we'll take a wee break. Uh, the question is, do you think the Blues can win the Super Rugby? But if you don't think they can, who wins Super Rugby after six rounds? Chiefs sitting at 6-0, best ever start they've ever had. Who do you think wins Super Rugby? Steve Devine's already thrown out that he believes that the Hurricanes are a good shout. They play a little bit later on this afternoon, about 3.35, live on Sky. All right, stick with us. More to come. 0800 150811. He's in one of those moods. Better have a chat here on the Rugby Run with Bunnings. 12.26 on SENZ, the Rugby Run with Stephen McIver and Steve Devine. Brought to you by Bunnings Power, your business with Bunnings Trade Power Pass. 0800 150811 is the number. That's 0800 150811. If you think the Blues can win the Super Rugby, or someone else can, Steve's already thrown out that he likes the look of the Hurricanes and they can do everything. Doesn't want them to win, he wants the Blues to win. But he says, Canes will be will be there. Graham and Christchurch might think differently. Hey, Graham, how are you? Yeah, good, how are you guys? Yeah, good, mate. Well, okay, so... Bring back, bring back Justin Marshall. Why isn't he on this show? Come on, we need a Crusader's voice on it. Yeah, because he, he screams too much and I'm a, I'm a soft sort of guy, so I, I oh, asked... Oh, right. So, oh, and okay. I, I asked for Steve Devine, not that I had any choice, but... <laughs> no, no, fair enough. No, I'm only joking. I, I, uh, it's a bit different without him. Uh, Justin on, yeah, no, um, I always like his calls. No, I, I, I think uh, I think it's great that Steve um's written off the Crusaders because um. No, no, I didn't write them off. Last year. I didn't write yeah, them no, off. What what I said as it stands right now, right now with this team, I don't think they can win the win the final. Uh, yeah, but I mean that that's taking a in a photo and that's like taking a snapshot. Um, you know, I mean, in 1998, you know, before you probably came to New Zealand, you know, we yeah, no, I was here. were bottom of the table. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> you also got players coming back like David Avili. Will Jordan, I'm pretty confident Will Jordan will be back. Um, I think there will be more. We beat the Blues when, when they had Mark Talia. I mean, the Blues' performance against the Crusaders was much better a couple of weeks ago when we beat them. You know, well, I think it was a better game too at uh, Eden Park. But... Uh, you know, they've got a lot of injuries at the moment. Yeah, on Friday night's form, 
You're right, but I just think we will get. We are getting like Cullen Grace and Ethan Blackadder is going to be back. Sam Whitelock's going to be back. So, um, you know, I've got faith from that point of view. But um, you know, you're, you know, I respect your opinion. But yeah, I, I do think the boy, the Crusaders will be there. I mean, I, I never said that I don't think they'll win. I just said as they are right now, their team. I don't. Yeah, fair enough. I don't yep. think they do. Do they have some? Firepower coming back, absolutely. They have they have half an All Black team to come back into that team. It's just a matter of getting them back into that team. And I don't know. They've they've got a a very experienced older crew in the uh, Crusaders team, and, and that just when they're not there, just leaves that little bit of inexperience. And uh, there's some great players there. Like there's some really good players, and I uh, just they're, but they're a little bit inexperienced uh, for what a Crusaders team is when it gets to a final normally. So. Mate, I, I, will they be there or thereabouts? They'll be close because they always are. But, yeah, as it stands, like last weekend's game, I, I, I don't think they'll get the job done this year. Graham, let me, let me play the mediator. If, if you think the Crusaders are going to be there, who then do they face in the final? Well, it's highly likely to be the Chiefs. But, you know, um, but even the Chiefs' place in the final, at this stage, they're the form team. No doubt about that. Everybody knows that. They're unbeaten. They... We played very badly here, and, and they played very well, and they thrashed us in round one. Um, but uh, yeah, that 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 still doesn't mean that you know in eight weeks' time they're going to be in the final. I mean, they'll be in the play. You know, no doubt they'll be in the final, but or be in the playoffs. But playoffs, it's anyone's game too. So you know, but they're the favourites, no question about okay, well, it. Okay, that's, yeah. that, that's fine. How big is the eye patch that you wear? Oh, pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> True. But, you know, I'm, you guys in other parts of the country have different coloured eye patches too. We're not the only ones, so I hasten to add. Yeah. No, no, that's good. We're just having a bit of fun. Mate, thanks for calling, as always. No, no Pre- Have a good day. Appreciate yep, the time. Yeah, got a bloody big eye patch, that one. 12.30 here on the Rugby Run with Stephen McIver and Steve Dean. Um, this one in from Ken, just before we take a... Uh, we're going to take a break before we get to Josh Cronfield. We'll take a break before we get to Josh Cronfield. Stephen and Steve, one... One big positive was the scrum. Nepo Lalala must be the best scrummager in New Zealand and it'd be needed at the World Cup. Blues can definitely win. Yep, the, the Blues can definitely win. If they've, they've got a, a couple of things they need to fix. It's not a, not a great big fix, but uh, I, I certainly still think that there are thereabouts. Now, they haven't been playing well and they've th- um, three from six and they haven't really been playing well. So uh, we've we got some... Uh, easier teams coming up and I think uh, we're going to get a bit of confidence out of, out of the next run in a few weeks and um, I, I think I think we'll still be there or thereabouts and about the Blues the scrum was outstanding uh, Nepo Lalala is a beast uh, and I'm glad I wasn't and it wasn't my neck in those scrums last night yeah man alright we'll talk about the Highlands shortly uh, because we're going to talk to uh, one of the good ones Josh Cronfield coming up on the rugby run here on SENZ yeah, he's brought down as Willie Tries to go searching for the ball, Funaki. Just getting the leg drive going, pushing it to the line and scoring. Five gone at Mount Smart and Moana Pacifica on the board first. It was nicely done, it was direct. They used the width of the field to create opportunities for Mai'i on both sides of the field. They rent it, winding up, taking it to the five metre line, up his side. To ground the Highlanders look to strike back immediately here. Waiting through and scoring, Parkinson. Well, he got close, and all he needed to do was reach his big arm out, and Putty Putty Parkinson just bounces off the first defender, and he takes it up to the five. Now Smith Hunt, players lining up for this, and Gilbert will cut through. 
And Sam Gilbert will score the Highlanders second. Oh, Moana Pacifica down to 14 men with a player down and back play. Six! That's a good scrum too for Henari to work with, but clutching. He's got Omoa with him. Cut in the angle, back in on Moistrand, close! And he scores it! That's the threat he poses. So big, so powerful. And he's got Moana Pacifica's second. Too easy, simply done. The platform was the key. He slams the fullback to ground. Great work. So, seven odd phases for the Highlanders. And Moana Pacifica trying to muscle up here. Parkinson again close, gets the ball off. And Hugh Renton will score the try. How about that for a skill set from the Highlanders forwards? What about Sean Withy? Not for the first time attacking the line and looking for an offload. Three quick transfers. Now it's really well done. Another advantage offside against Moana. Can the Highlanders cash in here? And cash in big time. Three out. Smith players flying on and they score it. Fertile Pai gets the try. And that's the start to the second half the Highlanders were after. Good low tackle again. Danny Tuala has made a couple tonight. Leonard Brown just runs in to no, Slade and Funaki. No, he waits. And Fakatava sells the dummy, gets it off. So his hooker. Players try and blow through. Fakatava, a little inside ball. Beautiful for Dawai. And just like that, Mosisi Dawai is in for the Highlanders. Well, he takes it. Here it is, Fakatava. Nice flat ball. Umanga Jensen. Fakatava again. Just drops it off. Nikali two in space. Trying to step around them. He does. Swerving and scoring, does he? Ben O'Keefe. Having a chat with his ARs. What do you want to check? Try. Try awarded. Marino Nikali two. Talked about the big guns, Richard Turner. They've rolled out. Yeah, they certainly have. Uh, again, and for Luila, little kick over the top, chasing through Nisi. Machado on the counter, runs straight into a man about twice his size, and Tabatava Nawai, it's been lost. Now, yes, he's made a step, 11, but it? he's definitely still well and truly up really upright. Yeah. So I've got, um, I'll play the bridge yellow cut, Richard. They've got the chair out already next to me, so he's definitely coming to the side I'll play line. Richard yellow cut, Richard, on review. So Moana Pacifica lose their winger. They had a pretty good night up Robert until this point. Most of the near touch here. And the Highlanders, Fakatava. Away for Umaga Jensen. Splits them. Gets the ball away to Withy. Pops it up beautifully. And gets the ball back, Umaga Jensen. This is outstanding play. Well, he created it. And he finished it. Yoplo game, transfers. But they have their third straight win of the Super Rugby Pacific season. A big second half from the Southerners. They have beaten Moana Pacifica 45 points to 17. And so they go three and three. That's not a bad way. If you go one and three, then you get your next three on the drop. But the three and three is also the Blues, the Highlanders, and the Fijian Drawer. So they're sitting, uh, let's just say, mid-table at the moment. The Highlanders, in, well, they are bang on mid-table. Sixth position, Stevie Devine. One man that probably would love to talk about is uh, beloved Highlanders. Played 42 matches for them. Josh Cronford. Hey, Josh. How are you, buddy? 
Yeah, good, mate. Not too bad at all. Well, that's good. Uh, 45-17, are you seeing signs that make you feel better about the Highlanders? Oh, look, I felt pretty comfortable right at the start. They, they, technically, you know, putting phase play together and, and, and getting line breaks and, and whatnot, that, I thought they were pretty proficient. But the thing, and, and to be honest, this is across the board, the teams that aren't in that top four are the teams that aren't trying to force the last pass or, or try and make the last movement of a, of, of, of a line break happen, you know. And, um, and, and that's, that's what's been sort of unhinging, I think, the Highlanders um, predominantly, is like they, they're doing great stuff, putting con- great connections together, putting their, uh, their structures and putting people through the, the space. But for whatever reason, that, that, that person with the ball or that next thing just has a brain fart and does the dumbest shit in the world. Sorry. And, you know, you can... Um, go through just about every team that's not in that top four, and that's their biggest problem. You know, I mean, even even watching the Rebels against the Crusaders, um, you know, the Rebels looked absolutely dynamite. You know, they were breaking uh, the Crusaders' uh, line um, when the, when they wanted to. You know, and it was just great execution. But that final pass either was just a shocker, uh, you know, a, a, a total brain fart, or 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 they just dropped it cold you know like and and so if you can negate that and have patience um i'd say i'd say there'd, there'd be another three or four teams that would be pushing into that you know would it be even stevens put it that way yeah mate i i, I couldn't agree more it's just and, and particularly the rules of the game now once you're in a 22 just hanging on to the ball you're going to score points and i just think sometimes teams like look at the blues uh, on the weekend uh, last night, they just they got there, they had the ball, and they just they coughed it up themselves more so than the other team turning it over. And it's, it, you know, I, I, the teams that are hard on the they ball and really and really look after it tend to be the ones that come out on top more. Oh, it's just pure patience now, and 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 the, like you say, the rules um, play into a team that's patient. You know, like um, you don't necessarily have to be hard, hard, hard on the attack and, and, and Dominic, you just, just need to control the ball and, and, and look after it and make it your own and um and and, and the breaks will come, you know. Um but you just seeing a lot of teams just just too keen, too quick and too impatient and um and that's I think the top four teams are the teams that are just a bit more patient. And and, and also um in control of what they're wanting to do in terms of how they, the speed that they play the ball, you know, the um, the Chiefs, for instance, that, that they like playing at, at high tempo and it suits them. Uh, but that's the style they're playing, and but they're not trying to force that last pass, you know. Um, although that game was pretty strange last night too, just the amount of times that you kick it into each other's twenty-two, and then uh, rather than retaining the ball and, and building something from the head, they just cough it up, and then it'd be that team having a go. And, and the opposition's twenty two, you know. It was, uh, and both teams were, were naughty of that. Yeah, it was. It was definitely frustrating watching, um, mate. Uh, Ethan De Groot, um, man of the match performance um, last Friday night. It was. Yeah. He's he's back to his best. Oh, it's great. You know, like I, I reckon the front row things are real important. To, uh, you know, going into having our 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 top six uh props in the in the country really 
really on song going, you know, building into this World Cup. You know, I mean, I know I shouldn't be talking about that now, but it is a concern, you know, like uh, for us couch potatoes that get to watch, you know, the other things that we have to add up and weigh, you know, and um, having that, that, that starting structure, which those boys do, that's their job. Um, in all phases of the play, we need them doing what uh, Ethan was doing on the weekend. And may we see more, <laughs> is all I can... Yeah, mate. Uh, also, uh, Thomas Umanga Jensen must be. Uh, I, I think he's probably my favourite player in Super Rugby at the moment. He he has to be going close for an All Black jump at the end of the season. You think? Look, um, he's got potential, and and I've showed interest in him. Um, he he needs to just make sure there's consistency in his game. Like, I think if if you go through at the moment, it's it's one thing to perform. And I think this has been a bit of a problem with our midfielders for the last few years. The guys that are performing, when uh, you need them to just turn up and just have a good game again, they go missing in action, you know, or make silly mistakes or cough up the ball and put the pressure on the team for a win, you know. So um, if he just keeps going with the way he is, carries on playing with that, that you know, puts that excitement into his and that dynamic side of him and, into his game, and then um, just has control of not uh, forcing things and and just making sure that he's one hundred percent on his D. Yes, no, there's he's got every chance, mate. Because I think the the centres is is an area in the All Blacks that um, we're all questioning because um, <laughs> he keeps getting injured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, that's been his, uh, his downfall, all right. And, mate, it was a reasonably close game on Friday night until 20 minutes to go. They bring on Fakatava, and um, didn't he make a difference? Oh, man, he's, he's, uh, oh, he's just a change-up. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, it, it, I, and I, often we, we see that as, you know, like, oh, he's, he's the difference. But you've got to understand, when, when a team's been flowing in a certain way, and other teams sort of try and, you know, they, they've got, they've worked out a plan to negate it. And when you've got a person that just changes stuff, stuff up and does things slightly different, uh, it's hard to contain because you've been, you've been playing in one style, you know. And, um, and, and, and he, he, is, he has a, uh, you know, an ability to just do <laughs> maybe not necessarily what you'd expect a halfback to do at the right time. And, and those, those things are great, great attributes, that, you know, when when you want to finish a game, yeah. Well, I think on I think on the weekend's performances so far, he's my number third halfback to the World Cup now. I just think he Ooh, he, wow. he he just adds that running game that a lot of the others don't. And uh, you know he, he he made a few mistakes last year against Ireland. I just think um, I just think on that performance, you know, he just changed that game instantly as soon as he came on, and he just found space. And there's not many halfbacks in the country who can do that right now. Yeah, look. Uh, I, I also wonder if it's just uh, they're reluctant to do that as much, um, given the, the, the structures and the, and the teams they're involved with. You know, um, you know when you've been given a you know Fakatava is a um, he's he, he's got like a bit of a license to do what he has to do when he comes on. You know, and I think the Highlanders have always uh, always had uh, players that. Um, you know, one or two players that, that are allowed to do that. Does it make sense? Yeah. And when in some of the bigger teams, our halfbacks don't really get that license. You know, they're expected just to run, you know, throw the ball. You know, Finlay and uh, Brad, mate, they're great halfbacks. You can't 
deny that. So it's going. I think that that is the one area we are absolutely smoking in at the moment yeah. in, in New Zealand rugby. You know, when, and who they take. Uh, you're just going to have to feel gutted for who they don't. Which is which is why we love an embarrassment of riches, uh, Josh. Mate, thanks for spending a bit of your Sunday back with the kids, man. That's what's more important, right? Well, yeah, we've got uh, karate grading today. So, Oh, what style, still, man? Still what going. style? Uh, he's uh, Kimpo. Okay, yeah. My, my brother's a Sado, but he's, he's, the big, he's a big dog. He's got eight belts. All right, mate. Thanks for your time, buddy. All right, see you, boys. Cheers, Josh. Josh Crawford. Eh? Okay, don't mess with the don't mess with the Cronfeld kids. No. That's what it's all about. I wouldn't mess with Dad either. To be fair, <laughs> twelve forty nine. This is the rugby run. Twelve fifty three on the rugby run with uh, Bunnings New Zealand Power. Your business with Bunnings Trade Power Pass. So not too far away from talking to Chiefs Assistant Coach Nick White on the Temper Bed Post text line double eight double three. Uh, Steve uh, Damien McKenzie for me is the first pick for the All Blacks this year. Playing well all over the park. However, his goal kicking is superior to anyone else fighting for that spot. Yeah, he's certainly in form. He went to Japan and came back probably a little bit underdone last year and has worked worked pretty hard. He had a pretty awesome NPC uh, campaign at the end of end of last season and uh, he's back to his best and he's playing some great footy. I said to you before when we were talking in the commercial break, he reminds me of, uh, of a young Bowden Barrett. Just yep. out and out pace. He's got gas. He takes the ball to the line. Uh, and you know that's the difference. And I, I think, like I said earlier, that's the one thing Bodie's not quite doing well right now, and that's taking the ball to the line. And I really think that was the difference on uh, on Saturday night. Mm, all righty, uh, just one quick one. Uh, where is it? Uh, does Bowden Barrett still have that out out speed? I think he's still got the pace. Uh, he's just opting not to use it. I think, uh, and he's kicking a lot. Like he finds himself in space and he'll kick. And I just just run, Bodie. Just run. Just run. He's so good at it. I remember back in the day, he just put the f- put his foot down and go, and no one could stay with him. And I'm sure it's still there. It's just, just maybe a little bit of confidence, you know. I mean, his head's up. His head's up is strong, right? When you look and see what he does, and you go, sees a gap, gone. Yeah. But that's what you're seeing with McKenzie now too, right? Yeah. Looks up and gone. You you can't coach that. No, no. You, there's no substitute for speed, and and when you got it, you got to use it. And I just Bodie's just not hitting that line hard right now and um, Stephen Perifetta is and that's why I was sort of thinking that maybe he might be the, the 10 option. Alright, this is the rugby run with the Bunnings New Zealand sticker and Nick White is not too far away as we continue to talk Super Rugby. The Chiefs are 6-0. and Best ever start they've made in Super Rugby after not taking it to the Blues, just beating the Blues well. Uh, 20 points to 13 at the cow shed there. There, uh, I'm allowed, I call it the cow. I'm a white boy. I'll call it the cow shed any day of the week. Their assistant coach is Nick White. He joins us right now. Hey, Nick, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, good. Uh, good. Can... After last night, that's for sure. <laughs> Why are you a bit nervous? Oh, it was always going to be a tough battle, that one, that's for sure. So um, both teams uh, go hammer and tongs, so uh, anything can happen. So, no, it was good. Mate, they don't, oh. make, they don't make you drink Waikato Draft down there now, do they? <laughs> Oh, you got to put a bit in your blood. Oh, oh no, no, no. So I'm a Waikato boy, <laughs> never drunk it in my life. Don't even go there, Nick. You'll regret it. You'll be on the dunny all day. You're better than that, Skinny. <laughs> so what So, so, so what, what did you like about uh, what happened last night? Well, our, our D was our good. We, the boys had to fight like hell just to um, keep them out, I think. You know, I think we only had the ball for about 12 minutes of the game, and and of 90% of that was in our own 40. So, um, yeah, it was just the boys just kept 
working hard and just keep backing each other up and you know just managing to keep them out so um that that was just you know they're just the fight and the and the guts just to keep going so um you know because it was they're always going to be a tough tough ass those guys because they um they're big physical boys and they carry hard and um and they get a bit of space out wide they're pretty dangerous too Yes, mate. We need to have a chat about this scrum. I don't know a lot about it, but um, uh, you know the, the blues. The blues pack did pretty good last night. Scrum time. Yeah, they did. Like um, our ball was fine on our ball, but we just um, didn't get a couple of things quite right on their ball and got pinged a couple of times. We sort of got caught um, scrumming a bit high, so um, and we didn't probably paint good enough pitches to our our mate in the middle, and it. Um, and you know, take your head off to them. They scrum pretty well. So, but um, I think uh, when George Dyer came on in the second half against Offer, he did a fantastic job. So that last sort of twenty odd minutes, it was um, it was pretty rock solid, which was great. Yeah, mate. Now, is you're sort of involved with the coaching staff down there? When you come up against the Blues, do you look to target? target them in any area like what you know you spoke about you know they're dangerous when they get the ball wide and they run hard but they didn't really get an opportunity to do that last night is that is that a, is that a position you targeted oh yeah you know, i mean it's going to close down their time and space but i think probably the biggest the biggest area for our well for us and with them is, is the breakdown um probably is trying to make sure we look after our breakdown and um and also try and you know, make make sure we uh, shut them down on. Like I was talking about, shut down their time and space, and actually make sure we put them on the ground. You know, you don't want to be trying to wrestle them. That's when they sort of get their offload game going. And and once that starts, you sort of uh, you're on the back the back pedal. But um, I suppose it's, it's like any games do. It's um, that breakdown's massive. But especially when we've got our our pill guys like Hoskins and Talia and um, Dalton, they're they're a hell of a menace at the breakdown, so it's trying to trying to look after that. This is the, was probably the biggest thing for us. Yeah, well, I say you certainly won that battle last night because um, yeah, they didn't really get a lot of time and space, and they had to fight hard for their tries. Um, so well done there, mate. Uh, Damien McKenzie. Um, I was throwing stuff at the TV last night, mostly mostly around about when he was involved with stuff. He um, he's on the top of his game, eh? Yeah, he is, mate. Like he's. Uh, he, he's uh, he's a good little player, obviously, and um, you know, it just I suppose I suppose for us with him, you can't drift off him at ten because he'll you know he's got the ability to take the ball right to the line and either drop it off to someone else or actually have a crack himself. So you've if you're defending and around him, um, you've got to stay on, and also what it does is probably opens up space for boys out out a bit wider. So. Um, you know, and a part of, I suppose part of his special DNA is too sometimes opposition don't know what he's doing and probably sometimes we don't know what he's going to do either so you just got to stay alive both sides of the ball so um but he, he he's been playing he's been playing well and i think i think it helps too like um the boys around him and that the forwards have been getting some go forward ball for him and which makes it a hell of a lot easier and um you know he's got some good options outside of him if there's nothing you know like to carry forward and, and recycle ball and just keep Keep trucking away. So, but he's a he's a hell of a good man to have on your team. That's for sure. When you when you say that, are, are we looking? We know what he has done in the past, but it would appear now, having had his uh, his sabbatical, the whole nine yards, he's come back an even better play player once getting himself into it. Are you seeing something special about his season this year? 
Yeah, I suppose it's oh yeah, he's played bloody well, and it makes it's a big help to us. But I think you know he's probably another couple of years older. You know, played a, a bit more footy, played a, probably a whole lot more footy at ten over there, which without being disrespectful to the footy over there, you probably got a bit more you know time and space, and you can sort of see things and learn learn on the way. But um, yeah, I, I think he's just you know you mature and. You get better the more you play. Unfortunately, well, not unfortunately for anything. You got to, the more you play, the better you get. And you just you see things. I suppose I'm not a ten, but I'd imagine things get easier once you get if you give yourself time. You see a lot more, and you can make better decisions instead of being helter skelter. So I think he's that's a big thing for him. Mate, I think I think for all of the backs, uh, things get a whole lot easier if you're on the front foot, and um, that forward pack you've got down there right now is is uh, certainly one of the the more physical and dominant ones uh, in the competition. Yeah, no, the boys are playing well. They've uh, they work hard. That's the thing. They keep fronting up week after week, and um, I mean, lucky you got a we've got a bit of depth in our squad too. So. You've got to play well to play, and also at training, it's um, it's pretty competitive. And I think I think the other thing, it's pretty simple sort of like it's pretty a simple sort of game plan for our forwards to to do. If, I mean, we've got heaps of carriers, but if you can tackle, do your tackles and clean rucks. Obviously, your set piece has got to be a given. You've got to look after that. But that long as you can D and you can clean rucks, that that makes a big. It's a big help to any team that you're in. Mate, I know dealing with forwards that you have to keep it simple. That's the number one rule. Um, <laughs> mate, you just seen... That's un- that, is, that is so unfair. No, it's not, that's true, mate. We all know it, <laughs> eh, Skinny. It's been, it's been, what, 20 years since we played, mate, and are they getting bigger? I look at these guys you've got in the back row, like um, Finau, and are they getting bigger, or am I just shrinking? Yeah. Oh, no, nah, they are big. They're big, some big boys, like I... You know, you think of some of the guys that we, 115, 116 was big, but now they're all sort of the back end of one between 125 and 130. It's bloody ridiculous, really. So, Jeepers, that's big. Um, but no, and the athlete, the other thing is they they can all run fast. They can, uh, you know, they're big, powerful boys. So um, it makes us some pretty hefty collisions out in the middle, that's for sure. And, and a good place to be is on the sideline watching it. <laughs> Yeah, Nick, I'm I'm your classic, uh, you know, sit back and look at things in a different way sometimes uh, when it comes to rugger, right? But when I look at when I look at Brody Vitalik, I go, is he getting better the older he gets? A couple of times I saw him clean out some guys who went, holy hell! I mean, we know he's a big lumbering unit, but he must be so valuable to you at the moment. Oh, he is. Like he, again, he's played a lot of footy. Um, and he's a smart footy player, and he's oh, probably the biggest thing with Brody too. He's so competitive. Um, you know, he's not gonna. He doesn't like coming second at any little anything, whether it's a clean out attack or anything like that. So if you've got the, you sort of got that in your head as a player, you're gonna you're gonna come out the other side a bit uh, on the t- on top more often than the other. So he, you know, he's he's valuable. Like he's he's physical and he's got he's good with the ball and he, like he cut like he's an all black lock obviously. So he covers a. He covers everything, um, everything bloody well. But he just he, again, it's it's simple things just done well. And um, you know, he's not a big big yapper. He's, he's a bit of a follow me for the younger boys in our team. So, which is good. You know, you need guys that lead by example. But but it's that it's that it's that rugby smarts though that must put a smile on your face. Yeah, it is, and it, and it just makes a difference. It's um, 
again keeping things simple and making good decisions and uh you know and, and you know the guys underneath him learn and grow at the same time which is great and um but like i say he's he's really competitive and um and that sort of breeds within your team once you get guys a few guys like that it makes a big difference mate you've still got uh anton leonard brown to come back in his injuries is, is he far away um, I'm not handy on the uh, um, date back, but he's probably he's still a little way away, I think. So um, um, be good to have Albie back when he's like again, and he's another good um, bloody good man to have. But uh, and saying that, the boys, uh, you know, Rama Kapuipi and Nanks and those guys have been going outstandingly well. But um, yeah, I'd say, I think he's still another three or four weeks at least away, mate. So. Um, but he's he's there he's there sort of running the the boys that are uh, running opposition plays for us and that's still fairly heavily involved which is good so he's a good team man all Anton so but he'll be keen he'll be itching to get back to I'd imagine a big year uh, in front of him so and mate yeah, you're um, not too far away you're still taking the outside backs for speed drills. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that would be, that'd be a good look for them, and they go backwards pretty quick. Mate, they? how so quick are they? Mean. Actually, we've got a question. How much ice yeah. did Sam Kane have? Sam Kane have on his crown jewels last night? No, well, it's funny that I think he well, not almost preferred it was. I think it was a bit of a knee in the hip. So I think he, ah. <laughs> I think yeah, a bit of a hematoma in his hip somewhere. So I think oh. that sort of because uh, we yeah, heard a rumor yeah. that you had. So I don't you, think we heard a rumor that you had to count them. <laughs> I think I think they're still I think they're still floating around there somewhere, mate. But I think it was more his up. Oh, is he okay though? I mean, most importantly, is he okay? Because he went down and we and everybody the, the the replays actually looked like he got hit in the plums, but it, obviously the hip and the, the hip's one of those areas you don't want to have any damage. No, you know you certainly don't. I can speak for speak um, on that pretty well, but no, I think it's just a big bruise, mate. I think it's a hematoma, so. I would say he'd be pretty sore and stiff this morning. So, um, you know, the, the old the old Charlie's anywhere in your legs or anywhere like that take a bit to get over. But we're lucky we've got a buy, so plenty of time to, uh, you know, heal up and get it moving again nice. before we get back to business next week. And, mates, um, speaking of giant plums, you've um, you've got yourself in a bit of horse breeding, I hear. Yeah, so not so much the breeding. We sort of do a little... Uh, Adjustment. So all the you know racehorses that uh, need to go out for they've done their they've done their season as speak and they uh, have a little off season here and before they go back into pre season sort of back into sort of uh, late winter sort of August July August and then have a few mares that are in foal that come here and uh, we look after them till obviously they go back to the studs to foal and then um, do a little bit of yearling prep. So yeah, it's it's a it's a good uh, little. Good little uh, industry to be involved in, and a lot of good people involved in it. And um, yeah, so we're just sort of um, pretty low key and uh, small, but um, no, it's bloody good fun actually. Mate, I have uh, I've got a horse with a few mates in Aussie, so um, mate, I might have to ring you up and book her into a paddock and get some fast grass into her because um, she hasn't been that good the last couple of starts. <laughs> Yeah, now the old Waikato grass is good. It's got a good bit of boogie in it, so it should make them run faster if that Aussie stuff's not working. Yeah, no, I think she's been drinking Waikato draft, mate. I think that could be the problem. I need to get her to some of that low-carb stuff. 
<laughs> yeah, leave it out. Don't even go there, mate. Don't even go there. I, I do have to ask the question, though. How easier is it to coach a team when you're playing and performing like this? And, and, and are they an easy team to coach? Yeah, no. Well, winning, winning makes life a lot easier, whatever you're in. But um, no, they're a good, good bunch of boys to uh, coach. Um, they all sort of, they just get stuck in and... Um, you know, there's no no dramas, no hassles. They just, um, you know, they get in, go to work each day, and yeah, and they all get on. They're a pretty good bunch of boys. They all give each other a bit of stick, and you know. Um, but like I say, once they, cro- they cross the old white line, they're all pretty competitive, and um, you know, and they all want to do well. Like, I mean, it's no different from any other team, I suppose. But um, but they are they're a good bunch of boys. All right, um, Nick. Uh, really appreciate your time. I think Steve's got one more line mate, to one throw. One more quick at you. one, mate. What's what's been the big difference from this year to last year? Obviously, you're on a you know the best you've ever done six from six. What's what's the big difference? The same sort of crew, same sort of team. Um, what's changed? Yeah, I, I, I suppose when you when you look at you have the likes of Damien come back. Um, you know, Brody's obviously back. Um, full noise now. So little things like that make a difference, and I suppose. I don't know, I'll keep harping on a bit, but I suppose you've got a crew that's another year older and sort of understand what's required from week to week. Um, you know, you chuck in, we've got a, quite a few All Blacks there too. They want to have a good year because of the World Cup. All those little things sort of make a difference. I think even the coaching, you know, keeping things nice and simple and you're not, not, too, um, not too bogged down in too much stuff. And you've got a thing called Auntie Clarity, you know, the boys are um, they're nice and clear each week, they don't, if they're nice and clear and understand their roles and they can go out and perform, if there's too much stuff in their head, that's when you get the um, indecision and things not going quite right, so it's probably a combination of all things, but um, I think having the buy is a good time, but it's pretty crucial we get back, when we get back we start start well again. I could I could, re- I could bring in a rugby league anecdote here. One of the great coaches, Wayne Bennett, said it's not it's not a hard game. Just put the ball in their hands and tell them which direction to go, and and you're pretty much doing the same thing, right? Stay in your lane, know what your role is, and move on. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think too we've got to be careful in New Zealand too. We don't want to lose our DNA, you know, like what we've always been good at for years and years. You know, you sort of uh, yes, you've got to have a bit of structure and. And that, but keep it simple, you know, like play what's in front of you a bit. And, um, you know, we've got some multi talented athletes out there, good players. You don't want to, you don't want to shut them down by having too much structure. And, uh, you know, um, I know you've got to get, just have your starter plays and all that, but, um, let them play, let them play and play what's in front. Oh, I love hearing that. Nick, thanks for your time, buddy. Back out to wander the paddocks and, and muse on how last night went. But, uh, thanks for giving us your time. No worries, boys. Good to talk. Cheers, mate. We'll see you in the big dance. There you go, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Nick White is just a coach of the Chiefs. He sounds like a good bugger, man. He sounds like a really... Nice. But I love I loved the simplicity line, right? Simplicity, you know, you may have played for coaches that probably did your head in by trying to you know, make it more difficult than it was. And when you talk about coaches, who was the, the coach that you worked with within? This is just what you got to do. So what do you want you to do? It's like that one-two task. Yeah, yeah well, Ted, Ted was awesome. Ted was amazing, uh, Graham Henry, just getting everyone on the same page. Everyone knew what, what everyone was doing in every part of the field. But, you know, what Skinny just said, or Nick just said just there was, um, you know, be clear. And and I, I look, as soon as he said that, I, I, I think of the Blues game last night. And they had still ch- upset. Is he still, you were still wound up about that game, aren't well, you? Well, they had their chances to win in the 22, and they – 
they didn't look clear. They didn't look like everyone was knowing what they were going to do at that stage and, and probably a good reason why we coughed the ball over a couple of times in the 22 when we had a chance to win the game. So maybe maybe that's a lesson, you know, maybe that's a lesson for us all. Just keep it simple, keep it clear and let, let people do what they, they do best. And I love how he talks about the devil in the detail and he talks about we're a year older and that younger players have had that year to understand what's required to win super rugby games. You you can't take that away from anything, right? Yeah. And you need that old you need you need a couple of old heads who are gonna tell the young boys this is this is how we train, this is how we do it and and this is minimum standard and there's nothing below this this level. And um, you know, they've got a couple of old heads there that are that are doing the hard yards this year by the sounds of it. So yeah, Brody Retallick and whatnot, they're they're standing up. Oh, they'll be bouncing around the tron after that one last night, six and oh, they'll be calling they'll be already having getting tattoos on. I think it's important to keep it in perspective. I don't want to talk the Chiefs up too much, but uh, <laughs> they haven't really played anyone just yet, so um, we'll see how they go over the next few weeks. All right, oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven, oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven after listening to assistant coach Nick White. And the way they operate, which is a very simple philosophy, because, you know, the, the old KISS method, keep it simple, stupid, uh, can take you to a championship. Most importantly, though, I think the first question you asked him, what was the difference? He said defence. And as they say, defence wins championships. Yeah, it does. Yeah, all right. 0800 150811. After listening to Nick White, are the Chiefs your pick to win Super Rugby? Can they go all the way? Despite the start, despite the fact that Mr. Devine has said they haven't played anyone yet, apart from this Blues. Give us a call. It's one nineteen on the Rugby Run with Bunnings. One twenty three. this is the Rugby Run with Stephen McIver and Steve Devine on the Timber Bedpost text line today. G'day, lads. I watched the game last night. I'm, I'm assuming uh, this Andy is talking about the Chiefs game. And seemed a lot of times guys were st- getting the ball real static and were standing quite flat and knotting the line with any real momentum. Well, Andy, if you would have listened before, Steve said exactly that about his blues. Question for this is one part of the text. Was that mainly due to the conditions, Steve? Uh, I've seen the Blues the last few weeks um, not be so dynamic with the ball in hand. They're sort of flat footed catching the ball, possibly arriving um, into their positions a bit early, uh, a little bit slow ball, and then getting it and they're standing flat footed running into a defensive line. Uh, an area of concern for me, but I do agree. But it, yes, it was wet, and that may have had a little bit to do with it. But we did see the ball go through the hands at times. They looked quite sharp, so I, I, I don't really think the weather had much to do with it. Okay, if, continuing on with this rather long text, watch the Aussie game after. Both teams were hitting the ball with the speed and width. Also seemed they were standing a bit deeper on attack. It was a pretty good game to watch. Agreed? Yeah, I agree. I did watch that game as well. And, um, you know, the the Waratahs did well around the corner from, from scrum and line out. They went around the corner well and just timed it really well. So they were hitting at pace. The Brumbies did it. And, you know, they're famous for doing it as well. Just just that uh, timing, the timing onto the ball. So not, there's not really a stop. You just, everyone's moving fast. It's, it's certainly an area that definitely the Blues need to work on. Momentum, momentum. But, but sometimes the ruck, the, the speed of the ruck ball can, can play into the hands like that. And, you know, the ruck was pretty competitive competitive last night Blues Chiefs game and that, that did have an issue you and I were talking about speed of playing with the new rule interpretations that sped it up do you feel that there is more time of ball in play I was talking to one of the referees and he said well there's, they're saying that the ball's in play maybe a minute two minutes more is that enough for you or do yeah. you think it's more? We had uh, we had Craig McGrath, who's one of the Blues coaches, on uh, earlier in the year on Blues Brothers and he was saying the ball ball's in play like you know ten almost 10 minutes more 
um, to what okay. that, that was the early parts of the season in the first couple of rounds. So, um, yeah, I, I, initially I was a bit surprised that the rules w- that was going to change, but yeah, certainly you can tell by the guys at the end of the game that they're certainly they're certainly doing a little bit more running. You can see the fatigue sitting in. Yeah, which which makes it quite interesting to watch, you know, because how you handle that and uh, and and an opposition team taking advantage of potentially fatigue uh, can can be a game changer. I, I I remember watching. I always, I always use this as a reference, so you'll excuse me if it sounds old and tired, but I remember watching Richie McCaw play All Black Rugby. Constant in motion, right? Yeah. Constant motion. Now, you look at rugby played beautifully, constant motion. That is putting a lot of physical pressure, particularly on the forwards, over an 80-minute, maybe even 85 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, well, Richie was a freak, right? So okay. He was he was a freak. You couldn't beat him at anything. He could run all day. He could lift weights. He was strong. You know, he could <laughs> wrestle. He was a freak, and he could do it for he could do it for ninety minutes if you wanted him. He'd do it for two hours. Look at him now. He's running ultra marathons and stuff like. Yeah, that's he's, he's lost the plot there. He's just a machine, <laughs> and, and you know he's a special, special, yeah, special athlete. Okay. And, um, but yeah, the, you know, fatigue. There is fatigue setting in. A lot of like the game's changing a little bit down here. So last night again, the Chiefs Blues game, the Blues held the ball in the scrum for a bit longer, and, and you know tried pushing for those penalties and got a few. Um, it, it's the pushing and the wrestling and rugby that really, really fatigues you. Like running in a straight line. Once you get up to speed, you can run in a straight line all day. But you know, this game, unlike other games, there's a, there's a wrestling aspect, and you know, in those rucks and the dark places, that's where the fatigue really gets you. Yeah. All right. Uh, what are Steve's thoughts on letting players play on any team, either side of the Tasman, not letting that affect eligibility for international rugby? Should hopefully not have as many mismatches that seem to occur every week. Cheers, Andy. That all that would mean is that New Zealand would then have ten teams in the competition because every Kiwi would go to Aussie and end up playing over there so we'd have 10 New Zealand teams in the competition and Aussie to have maybe one you, well you don't I, think they should have as many as they have right I, yeah I certainly don't I, I think Aussie Aussie Australian rugby would be a better position if they had three super rugby teams three very competitive super rugby teams um, and I, I also think under the same foot I also think having the Moana team in New Zealand also has um, spread the talent around New Zealand a little bit more. Um, probably not too many players in the starting lineup of Moana, but those players were fringe players in the five franchises here in New Zealand. And um, now that there's injuries, um, New Zealand doesn't have the depth because there's a sixth team as such. So, you know, once teams get injuries, there's you know the depth really starts to get challenged now in New Zealand. Do you think the implementation and how the first season and a bit have gone for Moana? Has been done the right way because I mean they're sitting zero and six, and it's we talk about having to encourage uh, the youth of of Pacifica to play the fo- play footy, right? Play rag- rugby union. I mean, it's not a good look. I uh, mean, am I being just jumping too quickly? Oh, I think it's it's hard for them. I mean, last year was obviously difficult because it was their first year, yeah. but it was also difficult because of COVID, and yeah. you know it was very. Um, it, you know, it's going to take them a while to find. Uh, they don't have feeders. They don't have feeder clubs. They don't have feeder teams. Um, I'd like to see a lot more of the like, like if we, if we talk about Fiji, the Fijians, uh, they're a national team. The Drua are a Fijian they're a team. Like the, they're a bit like the Warriors in yep. one spec, right? They've yep. got a country yep. to support their rugby team. Yep. Yeah. And where the Moana don't really have a feeder, like they have a lot of Auckland club rugby players, they have MPC uh, to pick from, but a lot of those guys are already contracted to MPC teams and franchises like the Blues and stuff. So it does. Get 
get harder for them. I'd like to see Moana, um, you know, bring in some more uh, local Samoan, local Tongan players and, and give yeah. them that exposure. I think that's what the island needs. And I, I think just selecting from New Zealand reserve grades is not really helping them. And um, I, I think it'll be, you know, it might be a bit harder initially, but um, I, I certainly think that's where they need to go is to get over to the islands and get some Samoans and yep. some locals and some Tongans and, and get them yeah, exactly. get them a, a, an opportunity to play professional rugby here. Good call. Just gone one thirty here on the Rugby Run with Stephen McIver and Steve Devine. Thanks to Bunnings New Zealand. Power your business with Bunnings Trade Power Pass. Back in a tick, Steve will give us a northern rugby update and we'll bring in some highlights of the footy you might have missed overnight. Penalty advantage to work with as well, Rabbi. Some of the penalty advantage here, Queensland. None taken, and David Murphy blows it up. Numbers again, mate. It's Isaac Henry who'll step in and take the first shot at goal, and it is one that he'd probably like to have back. He just slapped it back, didn't he? Snap hook. Got a smile from Brad Thorne. You got it, don't you? Bain! Set! Hinging red. He's one of the best in the world. <laughs> he touches the mock of Hoare and, and puts through the first three of the night. Leo Willie Hopper. Moonga looking infield, looking for the return ball. Moonga in support will not be required. And find Ganuku goes right through the middle. Oh, what play from Richie Moonga. Taylor. Hopper. Having his snipe himself, Hopper. Needing a hand and getting it. At pace, they go away and go in. And it is a fine lock on Gardner with a try. Oh, nice play from the Crusaders. Noah Hotham, the 19-year-old, in his first debut start. Played a couple of games off the bench, Noah Hotham, and he just split them apart. It's a miss off the boot of Richie. 15 Zero is the score for Campbell. John Campbell coming back towards O'Connor. That's a good ball away for JOC. He turned for Wilson. Back in field for McDermott. Who turns in field again and scores. That's a try. That's a reply. Oh, great hit back for the Queensland Reds. And didn't they need it? He's short. Ryan short again. Wants it out the back. He is deep, they'll say it's a try. What is it? Had to move it all of one inch. Willie Hines, Jersey 21. Important try for the Crusaders. McDermott. Pops it in behind, looking for Bataille. 
He won't be stopped this time. Jordy goes in for Queensland. And a catch, stay out of the game. Jordy Pattaya. Saw the space. All Tate McDermott had to do was put it in it. Now the penalty advantage on the way of the Crusaders. Tony Murphy. Couldn't have hit it any better. And it is 25-12. Crusaders are up. Robertson. Being reasonably comfortable now. They rumble forward here, Queensland. Thomas. Fluke. Met well front off. Still there for Wilson. Went right out wide in a touch. That's a huge shot from playing Ganuku. Leicester Fanganuku, he can score tries, but he can defend as well. Look how much room he makes. He comes from the right-hand side, Leicester, and he makes an amazing tackle. And that'll be that. And they keep their winning streak running here in Brisbane to the Crusaders. The score, the Crusaders 25, the Reds 12. And they improved to four and two on the Super Rugby season, uh, which is okay considering them. You know they've been a little bit up and down. But when you consider Steve, they have been without sixteen regulars, sixteen regular players. No wonder Graham from Christchurch says, "Hold your, you know, hold your horses about them not being in the Super Rugby final." Yeah, there's there's some there's some cattle to come back. Um, yeah. But, well, but it's see, scary but, to think, right? But, yeah, but what does it say about the way they are rolling and what uh, Scott Robinson's doing with that team and his coaching staff? Well, they certainly, like, they, they grab the best of the best around the country out of the schools every year and put them in their academies. I mean, that's what they do. That's what they do. And and I'm not having a go at them. They, they do a great job of doing it. Yeah. Like, their, their academy down there is as good as, you know, anything in world rugby. They've, they've got cattle and uh if you're going to win championships you, you you need the best players in the competition and they've just got they just keep bringing them out right they just keep rolling them out like uh dominic gardner like you know we went on the new zealand a tour at the end of last season I, d I didn't even know who he was and oh my god he's just you know he's a he's the next sam whitelock it was quite funny i had there was a little, little uh, familiarity in noah hotham the young young boy out of hamilton boys yep. i went hang on i know that name and i grew up with his dad yep. nigel he coaches hamilton first uh, uh, Hamilton High first fifteen, Pataro boy, right? Good Waikato roots. Yep. and they just they, they just they have the ability to go to these kids around the schools, and they know what they want, they're, what they're looking for, and they just they just pick the cream of the cream, and and they just roll on, and you know, well played to them. They they they're very good, but they've got talent. They've got a lot of talent to come back, and you know, at some stage, some of these kids are going to go. Well, you know, for me to get game time, I'm, I might need to go elsewhere. So Crusaders sitting fourth at four and two, still the Chiefs sitting at number one. They are six and zero. Oh. Okay, let's take on some more highlights. Uh, let's talk about a team you mentioned about how it's fun to watch them play. The Drua versus the Rebels. Nasilla Silla. And it comes off the foot. Now here is Getting the offload away. Now it's out to Thirikin de Beta. Getting a start in the second row. Wide ball. Bravovo. Inside. Joe Sissi. The Fijian Rua score first in Suva. That's Fijian style of play of footy. That's more like the Drua. 
But it's still there for the Melbourne Rebels. Murphy getting very close. He's over. <laughs> Salawa, the ball, ball. Short ball. Great friend as well. And away they go again. Marcy has got another one for the Fijian Willa. a special combination. Giuseppe Masi and Rob Orbo together in the midfield. Salawa, a short ball. Robovo got through one. Shrugs off more and then got it away. Salawa! Over. Drua. Rainy tries in Suva. Look at the fans. They can't believe it. Gordon, Pinkers, Kelly! Try! Welcome back! And the counter-ruck is good from the Drua. They kick ahead. Nobody at the back. The race is on. Oh, lovely old ball, and it's a try! Of course they get the bounce. The bouncing rugby ball falls nicely. A try to the Brewer, and you can say that once against the run of play. Michael Carney is out there for the Drew in 22 on debut. And this is great lead up work, and Carter Gordon's going to keep them in the game for the moment. Josh Cannon goes to ground, a couple of metres out, and uh, there it is. Oh, did he get it down, though? He certainly got it across the line for Neyafama City. And that'll do us. I think we'll let the crowd let you know how they feel about this one. First time in Suva in 2023. The Fijian draw-up have knocked off an Australian team First time in quite a few attempts to beat an Australian team. It is 38 to 28. And a 38 to 28, but entertainment plus. And I think when you look at 
the way the Fijian drew a play, strong at home, very strong oh, at home. You don't ever want to play Fiji at <laughs> Fiji and get off to a bad start because it's a long day at the office. Uh, I would say probably the greatest, if you've got a chance to go and watch that, people, probably the greatest game of rugby I've seen this year. It was amazing. The Fijians were just into everything. Uh, big tackles, lots of running. Um, they don't do it. They don't. Fiji's definitely don't play that Northern Hemisphere style. They like to throw the ball around and um, pure. It was it was I, the best game I've watched this year. Yeah, and that. But that's that's. It's almost you to get a feeling. It's what Super Rugby needs. They need oh. the drawer. They need the drawer to remind people how much fun and how good and open yeah. and a little loose yeah. Super Rugby can be. It was it was twelve minutes. It was 12, 12 nil after three minutes. You know, it was <laughs> they were just and the crowd. You could just see them having a great time. Uh, it was hot. It was you know the, the Aussies were struggling. It was real hot and <laughs> uh, it's just a it's a brutal day at the office when that crowd in Fiji starts yelling and squealing like these huge men with the highest pitched laughs in the world when they <laughs> when when they're loud. Um, it's uh, the the Fijian boys grow an arm and a leg, and they they just play out of their skin. And the defence was hard. There were boys just smashing oh. people, and it was it was great to watch. If you if you really if you want to treat yourself to an afternoon sitting on the TV, if you want to watch a game of footy, that's the one to watch. One forty seven. This is the rugby run. Don't forget uh, Daniel McCarty and Kushalichwak have round six of the ANZ Championship coming your way at two. First pass thanks to ten in Potiru between the Pulse and the Magic. Four plays five. Pulse sitting at two and two and the Magic sitting in two and three. More to come on the Rugby Run. 1.52 on SNZ with the Rugby Run. Stephen McIver, Steve Devine, not too far away from the Pulse against the Magic from Potidua. Uh, don't forget this is brought to you by Bunnings New Zealand. Power your business with Bunnings Trade Power Pass. So we've, we've talked a lot of Super Rugby today, and, and Steve's a bit up and down about what the Blues are doing, but I'm still confident they can go ahead. Uh, let's talk about the All Blacks going forward because there's always positions, Steve, that are up for, up for grabs, right? And... and uh, I know you're you're really keen to talk about the the halfbacks because there's quite there's quite a few options, aren't there? So let's talk about dead set, dead set Aaron Smith, right? Yeah, I no think no drama. Just for experience, uh, if he's fit, he goes on a plane to the World Cup, guaranteed. Can't beat that pass, man. I'm sorry, can't beat that pass. It's as simple as that. Uh, Finley Christie, uh, for me, uh, last night. Uh, I think he got. I think he got the better of Weber last night. Um, Weber had one good little break down the sideline off a scrum. Um, Finlay cleaned up well. Probably tackled a bit. You know, was around the park a bit better. Um, the Blues had a lot more ball. So yeah, I just think Finlay may have got on top of that for me. Weber falling out of the frame. Um, <laughs> he, he, so. Foster is going to the World Cup. He's under pressure, and he knows it's his last dig. He, he he doesn't care about next year at all. He won't. He's not taking people to bleed for next year. He's going to try and win the World Cup, and he's got one shot at doing it. Uh, I think he will take experience. I think Christie will go. Okay, so I, I think Christie will go. I think Weber will go as as an ex, another experienced nine. Okay, so so there's a couple uh, of couple the, of Smokies. You've said Fakatava. I've said Fakatava. I. I Personally, I, I think he adds something different that everyone else doesn't, and that's a running game late. Bring him on late with 20 to go, and he gets that running license. He starts opening uh, holes up in and around the ruck time. With Is that slow. the all-black way, Steve, to that's take the, a risk? 
No, it's not the all-black way. I just think it's it's a plan B. It's um, Sometimes we get in these games and we don't get front football and we're, and that wide game we're doing, the defence is just up and knocking us up. We don't have a plan B. I, I think Fakatava is the only halfback in the country that offers a plan B when things are not going the way we want them okay. to go. Okay, other big smoky, the young Hurricane, Roy Gard, ex-speedway driver. Um, he He's playing great footy, but again, I think it's just going to be his uh, inexperienced. Um, I don't think Foster's going to take a lot of uh, inexperience this year, and that's probably the only thing keeping him out. Okay, the other one, of course, is 10. Uh, so, we've, got, we've got TJ Perinara oh, as well. Oh, excuse me, my apologies. Coming back from wow. uh, Achilles. How many tendon. do you want? Well, that's Wayne. They're going to take three, but um, I'm just not sure about TJ. Uh, he, he probably played the best footy of his career at the end of last year. He was he was absolutely amazing towards the end of last year, and um, gutted he got injured. Um, but, yeah, if he can get some time on the park and get some game time in, he may be a chance, but it's it's going to be tight. Okay, speaking of tight, we're almost tight for time. So give me your give me your your first three ten picks. It has to be McKenzie. Uh, it has to be Mwanga, and uh, they'll take Barrett as a cover. Barrett's the cover. So McKenzie's well, your starting ten. Uh, Mwanga will be my starting ten, and then okay. McKenzie. McKenzie to cover um, as they do. They might um, use uh, Bodie at fullback. Um, Depending on is, what has fullback still a concern position for you? Uh, not with Will Jordan. Will Jordan's the best fullback in the country if we can get him on the pitch. And I've heard that they've got a buy not next week, week after, and then there's a chance Will Jordan could be back on the field. So yeah, fingers crossed. Alrighty, uh, Perifetta, you want him there somewhere? Uh, it'd be good. It'd be good. I just I'd love to see him. I'd love to see the Blues give him some game time at ten. I I, I think I think he can change the Blues at ten. He played well against the. Uh, the force last week, and um, with the, with pretty much the B team around him. So I'd love to see him go at ten. And that's how we finish the rugby run. Thanks to Bunnings Power, your business with Bunnings Trade Parpas. Thanks for uh, leading the way again, Steve Devine. Always a pleasure working with you, mate. Have a, a wonderful afternoon. Much to do? No, I'm just kind of chill back, and relax today. Formula One Grand Prix on today, mate. You'd be into that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're done. Uh, coming next. Daniel McCarty, Kushal Chwak, round six of the ANZ Championship live right here on SENZ. Go the Blues.